month for you shall be your month of surplus supply. Abundant grace. Because we said grace means supply. Surplus means abundance. You enjoy abundant grace in the name of Jesus. Okay. And the Lord God of your father make you a thousand times so many more as you had today. And bless you as he had promised you. May the Lord fulfill his word in your life in Jesus name. Exodus chapter 1 verse 7. The children of Israel were fruitful. They multiply abundantly. Go ahead. Exodus 1 7. And the children of Israel were fruitful and increased abundantly and multiplied and worked exceedingly mighty. And the land was filled with them. May the Lord multiply your greatness. Psalm chapter 23 verse 5 and 6. We are talking about an overflow. We are talking about surplus supply. Okay, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemy. Thou anointest my head with oil and my cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Truly, blessing and mercy will be with me all the days of my life. And I will have a place in the house of the Lord forever. Somebody say amen. amen. Okay, we are talking about surplus supply. What does it mean to have surplus supply? Number one, to have unstoppable blessing. Unstoppable blessing. In John chapter 4, verse 14 to 15, the Lord Jesus told the woman, he said, there's a water that I will give you. When I give you, that water will be unstoppable. I pray you are going to have unstoppable supply this month in Jesus' name. But whoever takes the water I give him will never be in need of drink again. For the water I give him will become in him a fountain of eternal life. And the one said, Sir, give me that water so that I will never be thirsty again. That's what it means to have surplus supply. He said, You are going to have a well from within you. You will not need to be looking up and down for water again. You are going to have an unstoppable blessing. And that will be your portion in Jesus' name. And we know that is possible. In 2 chapter 4, verse 5 to 6, the woman said, as she was pouring the oil, the oil could not stop until there was no bucket to fill. That means the supply was still coming. The source, there was still more from the source. Okay, 2 Kings chapter 4, put on 2 chapter 4, verse uh, 5 and 6. So, you know the story of the woman that was in debt. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons who brought the vessels to her and she poured out. And she was pouring. Queen for 6. And it came to pass when the vessels were full that he said unto her, bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, there is not a vessel all. Then the oil stayed. That means there was still more in the oil. There is still more with God. And you still enjoy more from God. This second half in Jesus name. Your source of blessing will not dry up. There will be an overflow. Surplus supply. Okay, the contract will not stop. The income will not dry. It will be flowing forever in Jesus name. It will be surplus supply in the name of Jesus. Genesis 26, verse 12 to 13. We used to pray on Friday that Isaac sow in the land of famine and reap an hundredfold. He said, Because the Lord blessed him. And the man went forward and was great, and he became very, very great. And the man was great and went forward and grew until he became very great. The blessing was progressive. I pray that the blessing of God upon your life will be progressive. It will not stop. It will continue. And you become very, very prosperous. Say the loudest amen. We are talking about unstoppable blessing. Unstoppable blessing. Unstoppable blessing. Unstoppable blessing. Unstoppable blessing. John chapter 1 verse 16 and 17. And I explained that in the workers meeting. John chapter 1 verse 16 and 17 said, And of his fullness, not of his stinginess. We are not trying to scoop things from him. 
We are not trying. A lot of you have a mentality that God is rationing his resources. Or we are all scrambling to get a little we can get. No. Look at what he says. Of his fullness. God is full in mercy. Rich in resources. We can all take from him and he will still not be depleted. Unto him shall all flesh be gathered. Look at what he says. And of his fullness have we all received grace upon grace. Look at what he says here. From his full measure we have all been given grace on grace. Another one says from his fullness we have all received blessing upon blessing. Supply upon supply. I know you have received some between January to June. But this second half, you are going to receive more. And look at the reason here. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came from our Lord Jesus Christ. When we talk about grace, we talk about supply. Somebody say supply. If grace means supply, you will enjoy grace this month. You are going to enjoy supply this month. In every area of your need, the Lord will give you unstoppable blessing. Grace upon grace. Blessing upon blessing. Will be your portion in Jesus name. Can you please say amen to supply? How many of you want supply from heaven? Raise your hands to heaven. Don't be too spiritual about it. You need supply. Receive fresh supply. New connections. New customer new contracts new opening new opportunities receive it in the name of jesus say amen three times one thing i know about god is that god will never be a cheat he said i've not called the house of israel to seek me in vain you're coming to church this morning will not be a waste of time your praying throughout this year will not be a waste of time the Bible says, is a rewarder of them that seek him. Whatever you consider as a reward for following God, the Lord will give it to you. Amen. How do I know that? Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 to 3, the Lord called Father Abraham, come. He said, follow me. Lift your father's house and pursue me. And Father Abraham started pursuing God. Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto the land that I will show thee. Verse 2 and 3. We are going to 3. And I will make of thee a great nation. Somebody say amen. amen. And I will bless thee. Say another amen. amen. I will make thy name great. Say amen. amen. And thou shalt be a blessing. That's God for you. God won't call you and say, oh yeah, joke silly, or reduce you. Your blessing in this second half will not be reduced. Are you saying amen very well? And everyone that bless, every, to them who are good to you, I will give blessing. And he who does you wrong, I will put a cause. And you become a name of blessing to all the families of the heart. When they talk about prosperity, your name will be there. When they are talk, talking about debt, your name will not be there. When they are talking about great people in Osu, your name will be there. I'm prophesying on you this morning. Receive supply upon supply. Talking about unstoppable blessing here. Unstoppable blessing. Unstoppable blessing. Unstoppable blessing. Okay. Number two way to enjoy unstoppable blessing is through the goodness of God. Through the goodness of God. Psalm chapter 31 verse 19. Through the goodness of God. We enjoy unstoppable blessing or surplus supply through the goodness of God. Another word for surplus supply is the goodness of the Lord. O Lord, how great is thy goodness, which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee, which thou hast wrought for them that trust in thee before the sons of men. God has prepared goodness and blessing for you. How great is the goodness that you have prepared for those people that trust you. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I know you are a good father. You have prepared good things for me for this second half, especially for this month of supply. Lord, let me see them in Jesus' name. Say amen mightily. Amen. God always organizes opportunity for his children. I'm not being religious here. I'm not trying to psych you. 
God will always organize opportunity for his children. God is a God of divine arrangements. This month, you will not miss your season. Divine favor will work for you. Divine arrangement will work for you. Romans chapter 8, verse 28 says, We know that all things work together for good for those people that love God. This season will work for you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I don't care what they are saying concerning this season, but it's going to work for you. God normally hunts his own with opportunity. Opportunity. That's why you know you are a, you are a child of grace. A child of grace never lacks opportunity. You, God will always give you ideas. He will always give you helper that will help you fulfill the idea. He will always give you opportunity. He will always give you good earth. That's why you are rich. Because of the goodness of the Lord. He's the one that makes all things around you to work together for his good. The psalmist says, lines are falling upon me. In pleasant places, I have a goodly inheritance. Things are working for me and I don't know why. He says that my portion is blessed. I pray for you, your portion is blessed. Because of you, your office is blessed. Because of you, your location is blessed. The goodness of the Lord will surround you. In the mighty name of Jesus. That is how to have surplus supply. Genesis chapter 26 verse 22. You know, Isaac so Isaac also dig a well. He was not only a farmer, he was somebody that was working with water. Dig a well in the time of farming. Have wonderful crop in the time of farming. But the enemy never liked him. So they kept filling his well with sand. And for some of you do you know that I've dig well before, you know that is highly discouraging. If you dig a well and you have a source of water, like the one that Jesus said, I'm going to give the woman that you don't need to be strapping or moving around for water, looking for water. I'm going to give you a well, a yobo well. Now, this one is yard. Dig a well, either for irrigation or for drinking or for his animal or for his business. But in the night, the enemy will always come and fill the well with sand. You know, it takes a lot of effort and energy and money to dig a well. In the desert, in a place where there is farming, and you are happy today, tomorrow you discover that the well has been filled up with sand by the enemy. But you know, Isaac will not give up. He dig another one. They quarrel with him. They say, it is not your well. Ah. It was our well. You just do square, square, square. I to dig it, and they chase him away. He dig another one. It was a discouraging environment. But in Genesis chapter 22, chapter 26, verse 22, the Bible says, he went away from there and made another well, water oh, and there was no fighting. That's the goodness of God. This season, the Lord will give you peace. No more sickness. No more attack. No more evil reports. No more disaster. The second half of this year will be peaceful for you. You will not run a task. I prophesy this morning there shall be no loss in your camp again. There was no fighting, so he gave the name of that way Rehoboth. For he said, Now the Lord has made room for us. Say with me, the Lord has made room for me. I can't hear you. Say it again. Say, the Lord has made room for me. And I will be fruitful in this land. I will be prosperous in this land. The goodness of the Lord will guarantee peace. And I will be fruitful in the name of Jesus. Say amen three times. What do you expect this month? Number one, unstoppable blessing. Number two, expect also the goodness of the Lord. Psalm 126, verse 1 to 3. Psalm 126, verse 1 to 3. When the Lord returned the captivity of Zion, we are like them that dream, dream. The Lord filled our mouth with what? With laughter. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we are like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled 
with laughter. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, my mouth is filled with laughter. In the second half of this year, because of the goodness of the Lord, my mouth is filled with singing. My mouth is filled with laughter. My mouth is filled with singing. My mouth is filled with laughter. Say one powerful amen. Amen. Then said they among the Athens, the Lord had done great things for them. Verse 3. The Lord has done great things for us. That is why we are glad. Somebody say amen. Amen. Say another amen. amen. I pray for you. This new second half, no unbeliever will be qualified to pity you. They will envy you. They will secretly pray to be like you. You will live an enviable life in the mighty name of Jesus. He said, we are glad because the Lord has done great things for us. Raise your two hands to heaven. Say, I will be glad because the Lord will do great things for me this season in the name of Jesus. Now, listen to me and listen good. Anytime you talk about the personality of God on earth, Jesus is the express image of God. Any pastor may preach anything. They may say God is black. Some may say God is blue. Some may say God is white. But when you are looking for the express image of God, it is Jesus. And the Jesus that I know in the New Testament is Jesus of compassion. Jesus is full of compassion. Anytime he look at people, he always look at them with compassion. In fact, there were people that enter his presence and he will say, your sins are forgiven you. Like Luke chapter 5 verse 17. He, know, he knows that they believe in them. He just gave them answer straight. No protocol, no protocol, no security. It's just too good. Too good to be true. It was God in human form with all the anointing more than any pastor can ever gather. He was openly powerful. <laughs> Imagine God walking on earth, yet you don't feel form to see him. He was preaching, they break the roof. That was an offense. Jesus said, your sins are forgiven you. That is the Jesus that you are serving. His, his, his personality represents the goodness of God. That's how God looks at people. In Luke chapter 13 again, verses 14 to 17, there was a woman that had been coming to church for years that his back was bent all over. And when Jesus saw her on the Sabbath, Jesus called her to himself. He said, woman, you are loose from your bondage. And people were not happy. They said, he's healing on the Sabbath. That means when Jesus wants to do good, he will even break the law to do good. Oh, you don't understand me. He was breaking the law of the Sabbath. He said, no, 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 no. Come any other day to be healed. Don't come on the Sabbath. This is breaking the law of Moses. And Jesus said, is it good to do good on the Sabbath or to do evil? How many of you will not lose your animal to drink water on the Sabbath? Ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, be loose on the Sabbath? That means when Jesus wants to bless you, he will bypass protocol. It does not matter what people are saying. Because of his good nature, he will bless you this month. Somebody may say you are good. Another person may say you are bad. But what matters is the goodness of God. I pray for you this morning. The goodness of God, watch my word, will override your thoughts. So that when you are giving testimony, the glory will not belong to you. It will belong to God. Raise your hands and say, Father, you will do me good. Exodus 33 verse 19. The Lord said to Moses, I will cause my goodness to go before you. I can't hear you say amen. Exodus 33, 19. Put on Exodus 33, 19. See what it says. This is a prayer point for all of us. Exodus 33, 19. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee. Oh, somebody said, but wait a minute. 
What Moses saw was his glory. And the Lord said, yes, my glory. But my glory is also my goodness. I will cause all my goodness pass before thee. And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. And I will show mercy. I will show mercy. Do your hand like this. Say the goodness of the Lord is ahead of me this year. Is ahead of me this month. Wherever I step, the goodness of the Lord is already there. I will not be disappointed. Before I step out in the morning, the goodness of the Lord is already in front. In the mighty name of Jesus, I will not walk into danger. The goodness of the Lord will go ahead of me. Say amen three times. What brings surplus supply, number one, is unstoppable blessing. Number two is the goodness of the Lord. You know me, I will not lie to you. Number three thing that brings surplus supplies is wisdom for saving. I won't lie to you. I know African like magic wand. They will tell you, if your money is not enough, turn it as a seed. My friend, there are some business you can't do without saving. In business world, cash flow is king. That is why you need wisdom for saving. I'm giving you three examples of people that have surplus supply. Number one, by miracle, God gave that woman unstoppable flow of oil. Number two, by the goodness of God, opportunity come your way. Number three, people have surplus supply because they save in farming. Yes, sir, they save all. They save. These are days that if you don't have saving, you'll be broke perpetually. That's the truth. There are some people that we are, in fact, in this country, if you don't have money, the interest you pay to borrow will be too high. You become a slave to the bank. There are two sources of money to do business that can help you. Number one, your personal saving. Number two, help from friends and relations or wife. When these things are lacking and you resort to borrowing for any reason, either for emergency or to stay afloat, you will discover that you live like a slave. That is why saving is important. And wisdom for saving is important for every child of God. Watch it and listen to me. Singapore was a poor nation. They made the law that every adult must save 20% and Singapore rose. We today consume all. We today spend money on things we should not spend money on. Everybody should get wisdom for saving. What was the anointing on Joseph? It was the anointing for saving a time of plenty. That was the wisdom that he used. Genesis chapter 41. He said, my king, what God is telling you is that there will be two seasons of life. Season of plenty and season of famine. He said, most foolish people, they forget that God has blessed them in their old age. <laughs> forget God has blessed them in their old age. And they will complain. They will complain. He said, so that there will not be lack in season or famine, let the king choose a wise man. Give him authority to save. So I'm giving you authority now. Save. Saving is not an enemy of faith. It's a preparation for greatness. And nobody should give a testimony and boast that he doesn't have a saving. It's not a sign that you have faith. It's a sign that you lack wisdom. Saving is important. Every one of us should have saving. It takes saving, having money that is safe for you to harvest opportunity and be able to buy land. Even when people will help you, they must know that you have capacity. When you, are, when, you are, when you want to develop and be a great man, 
must have wisdom for saving. Look at it. Genesis 41, 27, and verse 13 to 36. I'm going to read maybe two or three scriptures to you so that you get yourself settled. You want to have an unstoppable flow. You will be somebody that can have capital on your own so that you not be at the mercy of many lenders. And you must be interested in projects that will give return. No project to show off. No things to show off. You shouldn't do that. I've told you before. When I started building my first house, and my girl from Woman Shop came and said, ah, They say you are building. I said, Yes. He said, Oh, yeah, drive me there. Let's go there. And we get there. He said, Which one is this? I said, This is the sitting room. He said, This one? I said, Yes. He said, What about this one? He said, This is another room. This is the toilet. He said, He said, I said, yes, sir. This is my first house. This is my starting point. The house I'm staying now is three bedroom. Let me build the one I'm staying now. I will pay rent to myself. But that's my level then. And I've not stopped. Not stopped building. I know when I build that one, I won't die. This is the one that I have now. And I was able to complete it. Look at what he says. And the 17 and heal faithful kind that came up after them are seven years. And the 70 empty years blasted with the east wind shall be seven years of famine. Verse 33 to 35. Let the king appoint a wise man that save a portion 20% in the years of plenty. We all know what we do in the year of plenty. We buga. That's what we do. When opportunity comes, we blast it. We don't even think. When a race comes, we don't think. When God brings his blessing, we don't think. We spend the way we have in a time of plenty. We don't imagine that a season of famine can come. Joseph knew a principle that is higher than miracle. A consistent saving pattern that we build off capital for investment. That was Joseph was teaching a whole king. Even though Joseph was coming from the prison, he was better than the man in the palace. Look at what he says. Let Pharaoh do this and let him appoint officers over the land and take up the fifth part of the land of Egypt in the seven plenteous year. My friend, I'm in my season. Why? I'm not yet 70. I'm not yet old. I'm strong. I can run up and down. There are days you cannot run up and down. You know, at times when I watch what happened in social media, I, I want to cry. I don't know how many of you, whether you have watched a woman recently on the 11th of June that was displayed on social media where she was living. Her husband was dead. She had about either four sons. You watch it and all the roof away. Part of the building gone and they moved there mama is that where you are sleeping alone in abject poverty and they were doing it like they were calling the children none of the children could come and rescue the woman no and they were saying mama we are taking you to where hold age home in the bada you can't stay here if you stay here this house will fall upon you the room is leaking I say, God forbid. If I be that particular child and they are mentioning your name and some people are cursing the children, they were cursing them. They were cursing them. Thank God I remember and I'm preaching about it now. If you have parents that you are not taking care of, please know it's your responsibility. They say, as surely as God lives, if those children have children too, their children will do worse for them. You can watch it now. Some of you have watched it. And that's what means at times when we don't have enough plan. Parents are poor. The children also grow up to be poor. They have a generational habit, not a generational poverty. It's not a sin for you to have saving. It's not a sin, brother. It's not a sin. It's not lack of faith. There are some things you would like to do. You need to build first. 
what everyone that built a system that produces money, there's a time that they save. That is the first starting point. You save together before you now begin to build so that the money can flow. If your money is not enough, that is the reason to save. So that one day you can build a business that will make the money more than enough. Otherwise, one day you retire and there will be nothing for you to show. You have to save. The years of plenty. And you know, God is a good, I've told you. It's always good. There will be some wind of blessing that will flow your way at occasional time. As we are fighting now, there may be areas or something that will be raised. Thank God for Obasan Jordan. Good luck there. Some other people. They will just, after some agitation, some things will be released. When those things are released, don't take it to Captain Kuko because you don't have share there. Or country kitchen. Don't say, know that that is a seed for investment that is going to bring another money. Somebody say, if you are going to spend money for pleasure, let it be a grant money. Let it be a child of money. Let it not be the original money. Original money is not meant for pleasure. It's meant for investment. Don't kill your rabbit and goat. You save. Let them save for years. Continue. We are reading to verse 36. Verse 36. Every one of us must have wisdom for saving. No matter how low we are. If you have not been doing that from January and you are complaining eh, the money is too small. That is why it will always be small. Money is always small in the hand of a man that is not saving. For a man that is having a saving culture, there is no money that is too small. Watch what he says. Let them gather all the food of those good years that come and lay up coin under the hand of Pharaoh and let them keep food in the city. Verse 36. And that food shall be for store to the land against the seven years of famine which shall be in the land of it, that the land perish not through famine. Your supply will not stop. Amen. Say to yourself, my supply will not stop. Say again, say my supply will not stop. And I pray it will not stop in the name of Jesus. You need to think, you need to reason on the best way to save a little fraction of your income. No matter how small, no matter how the responsibility are more or big or heavy, you have to cut down some things and look at the budget again and again and say, oh, what can I cut that must be saving? You can't work a whole year without anything to save. You are not impressing anybody by not saving. You must save. So that in the days of emergency, there can be a supply. Genesis 24, verse 64. The Bible says, and I see wind in the feed and was thinking. And Genesis 26, verse 13, Isaac saw in the land of famine. He was thinking on the ways out. You have to think on way out. Things on way out. How can I generate additional income? Isaiah chapter 30, verse 15. It is in returning and sitting down that you'll be safe. It is in quietness that you'll be restored. As you think, may the Lord give you inspiration in Jesus' name. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20. He that walk with the wise will become wise. When you are working with people that have intelligence and they are telling you that it is possible to save, you also become wise. You sit up. Sit up. If whatever you are handing, don't work with people that are handing up to you. Go to people that are not handing up to you. You'll be surprised what they are doing. And learn from them. Learn from them. So people are not handing what you are handing and they are achieving. It's because they are having a way of cutting down the cost of things that they are doing. They are cutting down the, 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 their coats according to their clothes or reducing their expenses. If all that you buy is more than your income, you will never have surplus. If all the outgoing the one that is going out is more than the inflow or incoming, you will never have enough saving. You must make sure that what you are spending 
is always less than what you are making. And it is possible. Wisdom for saving. There must be a time of gathering. A time of investment. A time of systemizing your flow in such a way that you will never know dryness. So that the land does not perish through famine. I pray you will not miss your opportunity. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7 says, Wisdom is the principal thing. With all your getting. In this month of surplus supply, guess what? So when the supply comes, it's not for you to lavish it. It's for you to prepare for the great opportunity that God is bringing your way. God will bring opportunity. If we can come in your hair, can come in your hair. Some years back, I've shared this story with you before. Some years back, I was somewhere around at the estate, and a woman was saying, How can you bring sand on my land when you have not finished the payment? How can, how can you pay a small amount of money? And you think you can continue the building? You have to pay me first. You have to pay the land. And you know me, I'm a very jovial person. I just say, Mama, don't worry. If the man is not ready to buy the land, put the little interest. We will pay the woman that is on you. We will pay you the balance. I was just joking. Mama was annoyed. I never know somebody had me. Did exactly what I said. I'm telling you. That man happened to be my tenant. Around me that time. Did exactly what I said. Paid the woman. Paid the woman that, that deposited. Put a little interest. Built a magnificent, I'm talking about, magnificent house on that land. Do you know even now, now, people are still calling. One weather was working here and somebody called and said, Money do go by. Ilenya. Hallelujah. One million matter. Tell lady one million. It's one million. So there are opportunity going around. But most time when you don't have any saving at all, you not be able to take advantage of it. I pray for you this year. Your hand will not be empty. Every opportunity that God will bring your way, you will have resources to to meet them in the name of Jesus. Rise upon your faith. Rise upon your faith. Raise your hands to heaven. We are entering our season of surplus supply. Say, Father, I receive wisdom for saving. Let's start from that. No matter how tight it is, I'm still young. I'm all safe. Yes. I'm not born to live like a beggar all the days of my life. There's a season to save. You save to build. Save to invest. Save to buy. And receive grace for saving culture in the mighty name of Jesus. No matter how tight the situation may be, I receive saving. I will not die as a pauper. I receive grace for unstoppable flow in the mighty name of Jesus. I receive grace for proper management in the name of Jesus. I will not be a waster of resources in this my season of supply. In the name of Jesus. Lord, impart me with your wisdom. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Impart me with your wisdom. And let your grace be sufficient for me. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Having done that, raise your two hands to heaven. Say, Father, surround me with your goodness and mercy. Let it follow me. Let it go ahead of me. Let me have opportunity. I don't want to be stranded this month. It's my month of supply. Lord Jesus, help me. Let opportunity come my way. You are a good God. And because you are a good God, Lord Jesus, let me enjoy opportunity. Grace to have good people to work with me. Grace, oh God. Grace to be connected, to help us and builders of destiny. Lord, help me. I receive grace for help. Grace for help. Because of your good work. Because of your goodness. Connect me to greatness. In the mighty name of Jesus. Correct me to good income. Good job. Good opportunity. God can connect you. God is able to make all grace abound towards you. Lord, let all grace. Because of your goodness. Be connected to me. By your mercy. In the mighty name of Jesus. 
let it be connected to me by your mercy in the name of Jesus. Raise your two hands to heaven. Say, Father, I don't want to be an irresponsible as a father. I don't want to be an irresponsible mother. I want your goodness to take care of my finance, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Give me grace, Lord. Grace, Lord, to be a responsible father, a responsible mother. Give me grace, Lord, to flow in surplus. Lord, help me in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Somebody said, a little drop, make what? A mighty. That means if the drop does not stop, it can actually lead to greatness. Let's raise our hands to heaven. The blessing that you have blessed me with, don't let it stop, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. I will not have stoppage of blessing. Let it continue to flow. Lord, what you have laid in my hand, let the blessing continue to flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Lord, help me preserve my blessing. Help me preserve my contact. Help me preserve my connection. Help me preserve my... Anything that God has blessed you with, go ahead and pray. As I enter the second half, no policy will destroy my blessing. In the mighty name of Jesus, let your blessing rest upon every connection that you have given me, upon every blessing that you have given me. Don't let it stop, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, don't let it stop, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I will say one more thing we are going to use to pray and God will give you wisdom. We used to have a staff at the main library of then that was having Heidi Card Mansion and was also having the camera of the university. Powerful thing. You know, when university buy things, they buy maybe very expensive thing, powerful thing. And it was domicile in the library. The man was using this camera to do personal business and people don't even look at it when I gave back to mobile, it was the one that carried it, I thought it was his camera and when you lose your ID card and you go for replacement, it will just print it you know those templates they are already there, the you just print it one day somebody woke up and said ah, what kind of nonsense is this this man is making money at the expense of everybody you know what they did collected the machine for the ID card, take the ID card to the registry and collected the camera. Man, it was touch. It was cursing. It was furious. It was angry. It was shout. So I got to Boomer that day and he was shouting. was So I asked my guy, what's the problem? He said, ah, mother, I stop when he and being a pastor, he now called me. Look at this man. I said, which is there? He said, the camera. I said, Baba, so he said, the camera. Lati joke said, the camera. Camera of Felen, like I'm for film. You know, he became shocked when he discovered that he didn't even realize it was just his own. Because when he charges, our mentality one then was that it's his own. And I say for years, almost 40 years, you cannot buy your own. Don't you have a feeling that what you are doing is illegal? It will stop. Something you are sitting on is not your own. And you know, there are people like that too. Ejo, I first had a little thing. One day, one bear for you. Oh, the doctor did the pastor quick at the end of the year. Ah, if you buy, know me. When you are using the lad. <laughs> One day, one day the thing will stop. There are people like that. Please wake up. Wake up and begin to have ownership mentality. No matter how good your landlord is, you cannot live in his house forever. One day we increase the rent. And if you are going to build the house, you are not going to build it in heaven. So you begin to plan a small way. God, there is no money now for beauty, but at least there is money for land. I buy one. That's how to grow. Because what is not your own is not your own. Ah, uh, you know, I'm preaching now. <laughs> I'm telling you, because they won't tell you they say, hey, so the money, and the money will come from the roof. If money actually comes from the roof, it will go to pastor. 
Listen. Money does not go from the roof. Money comes through investment and proper management of business enterprise. <laughs> it's economics. Oh, I'm getting from you. You get what I'm saying now? Try as much as possible. Own something. Something. Have that mentality. That is the actual time you have a control. God may give you some time to leverage on some people's assets, some people's resources, some people's wealth. But don't think it will last for long or forever. It's not like that. Two things people can't take from you. Your personal skill and wisdom. They can't take it from you. And the thing that God has given you as a gift of possession. Can't take it away from you. Even if they take any other thing from you, you see have those things that you have learned. That is why your personal development is important. It's very, very important for you to have unstoppable flow. Nobody will be able to disappoint you. And you say amen very well. Am I speaking to somebody this morning? You have to reason. Because most of us don't even think of having a big... We, we are just contended. That's not the way God has made you. God has created you to have dominion over situations of life. He has made you to have dominion. He has not created you as a slave. And you never become a slave to anybody in Jesus' name. Amen. Sit down. Wherever you are. Does anybody have control over this thing that I'm doing? If I want to have my own, how will I do it? Don't tell me it is impossible. Just pray to God that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask. Whatever you desire God to do for you this season, receive in Jesus' name. Now raise your hands to heaven. We want to pray a wisdom prayer now. Say, Father, Give me unstoppable blessing. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Blessing that will not run dry. Lord, give it to me. Blessing without sorrow. Blessing without disappointment. Lord, give it to me. Let me have surplus supply from you in the name of Jesus. Father, give it to me, Lord. Whatever I thought is impossible, Lord, make it possible. Make it possible. By your grace, by your favor, let your flow of supply be unstoppable in my life. In the name of Jesus. You are the one that has all riches. You are God of all grace. You are God of supply. Let the supply flow and flow. In the name of Jesus. Jesus mighty name we have prayed. If you have borrowed instruments, or you have borrowed cow, you have borrowed something. I pray for you before the end of this year, God will give you your own. In the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever will be your own to move forward, the Lord will give it to you. I prophesy, receive your own house. I prophesy, receive your own car. I prophesy, get your own desired job. Get your own desired business. Be a man of dominion. In the name of Jesus. Father, unto you that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above what we think or ask. Lord, supply every need here in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Please close your eyes, everybody. If you want to give your life to Jesus, you have been looking for God of grace. The grace factor is available. I'd like you to raise your hands to heaven and say, Lord Jesus, I want you to give me your grace. Lord Jesus, I receive you today as my Lord and personal Savior. I will live for you forever all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. If you are doing any illegal business or illegal transaction, it is high time you stop 
and let God give you his own opportunity without sorrow. Father, anything that looks illegal or that is bad, that any of these people may be involved in, Father, cut it in Jesus' name. Let your supply opportunity flow in the name of Jesus. And let your grace be sufficient. Let this month be for them the amount of surplus supply. Make them 1,000 times more in Jesus' name. This second half, let it be a second half for progress. Let it not be for retrogression. Let them march forward. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Hallelujah. Let's clap on together for Jesus. Okay, greet your neighbor. Say, welcome to the month of surplus supply. And let's be surplus Oh, 